Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre, episode two. Woo! And today I'm going to be talking to you about spirit guides. Now, spirit guides are a team of teacher-like love-based energies 
who have agreed to come with you on this uh, incarnation on earth to support you, to guide you unsurprisingly, but also to um, help you with whatever it is your soul needs to do to grow while you're here. Now, my understanding, and you'll hear me say this probably on a on a podcastly basis uh, going forward, but my understanding is that we come here to grow, to experience certain things, to rise through them, to learn, to expand ourselves. And so spirit guides, when you're looking at them, they're not here to take away the lessons. And that's really, really important to understand. When you're working with spirit guides, they're not going to make everything good because then we wouldn't learn. Uh, we don't really learn and grow in comfort, in happiness, in skipping through life um, unsquashed, unhurt. We, we learn in finding our voice, in putting in boundaries, in listening to our intuition about what's right and good for us and what isn't. And spirit guides will not interfere with that learning process. They will, however, inspire you and give you feelings so that you know if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing it or that you should be doing it or certain things like that and they will also help you to heal from your experiences. So spirit guides are a team, you have more than one and my understanding is that there are the seen and the unseen spirit guides. So you have spirit guides that you work with and you may build a relationship with and then there are like the back office spirit guides who are doing work for you and with you but you may never interact with you may never get to know and like I said earlier they're a teacher energy but they come from a real space of love they come from unconditional love now I believe that spirit guides are not relatives. I get a lot of people that believe that their grandfather is a spirit guide or their brother is a spirit guide. They've moved into the spirit world. And I believe that our loved ones do come to be with us and inspire us and support us, but they are not spirit guides. Some spirit guides will be with you from the moment you first take breath on this planet until the moment you leave. And some spirit guides are like your teachers that you get at school. They will be with you for a certain period of time until you've learnt whatever it is that you need to learn and then you will move up and there'll be different spirit guides. One of the things that I think really holds people back when they want to know who their spirit guides are or work with their spirit guides is um, expectation. And one of the things that really causes problems for people is the desire to see spirit guides. And it's something that I always feel like I'm the, you know, the big balloon popper of joy when people come and talk to me about this. But it's so human, isn't it, to be dealing with a amazing presence of light and inspiration, guidance and wisdom and love and only be focusing on what they look like. 
When we talk to spirit guides, I think we forget that we have many uh, incarnations on this earth and in other places at other times. You know, you don't become a spirit guide on your first try. They will have lived many, many, many lives. And so often people get fixated on knowing what they look like or knowing what they're called. You know, two things that they will have experienced many different times, many different names, many different incarnations in different bodies, maybe different genders, different periods of time. And we just want to know, we just want to fix on it. Now, I don't think that spirit guides judge us or blame us for that. You know, we are human and we are taught to label. You know, I know that when my children were babies, I taught them to label. What colour is this? What shape is this? What animal is this? What does it say? That's how we work. We are human after all. But when you're working with spirit guides, if all you want to know is what they look like and what period of time that they are from, you're missing out on the good stuff. And the good stuff is the guidance, the love, the knowledge, the healing that they can bring you. So it's always about balance. And uh, working with spirit is always about balance. It's about building a relationship with your spirit guides that is not based on seeing, but is based on feeling and knowing and that inspiration that they bring and then if you're lucky you might start to get an idea of them as a spirit who they are how they like to show themselves to you now I've got no judgment at all on people that want to see and I too wanted to see and I remember when I first started my journey with spirit and I really wanted to see my spirit guides and I knew that I had a team and I could see some of them, but I couldn't see all of them. And uh, I saw a lady on Facebook that was doing um, spirit guide drawings. So I decided to cheat the system and I ordered a spirit guide drawing from her and I had to wait ages because she was ever so booked up. And in true sort of spiritual lesson style, uh, it arrived. It was an amazing picture. It had a write-up with uh, this gentleman called Edward, who was an architect, and all this information about him. And you know what, guys? I have never, ever met that guide. I have never worked with that guide, and I have never heard from that guide. Now, it doesn't mean that she was wrong, but it was just um, spirit, I think, teaching me a... a a hard but valuable lesson that I was too focused on the things that didn't matter and not focused on the things that did and I felt like I you know been caught with my hand in the cookie jar if you like because they knew they knew what I was trying to do and they weren't having any of it <laughs> so don't focus on working with your spirit guides and what they look like Focus on what they're telling you. You know, they will have travelled through dimensions, time and space to be with you. And it's such a human thing to not look at what they want to say or what they want to share with you. But what's your name and where do you come from? You know, it's so human, isn't it? 
The other thing that I think really holds people back is this funny idea that people have that isn't fully formed, it's not a conscious thought, but that spirit guides need to be people who are spiritual. And that always sort of makes me laugh. Now, I am not saying that your spirit guide is not a Native American. And I am not saying that your spirit guide is not a Buddhist monk. But what I am saying is, as somebody who has taught probably nearly a thousand students now, um, (laughs) why do you only open your mind to spirit guides being people that lived spiritual lives? Look at yourself. You're on a spiritual journey. You're listening to this podcast. You must be interested in spirit in some way, mediumship in some way. Do you look like a spiritual person? Do you wear Hessian robes and a giant cross? Have you, you know, do you wear feathers in your hair and, and you know, chant to the gods? No. Um, it's one of those things that really holds people back is that expectation that spirit guides have to fit in with our idea of what spiritual looks like so when you're working with spirit guides be open be open to them presenting in whatever way they want to i met the spirit once of a uh, victorian chambermaid in a hotel i was staying in and she told me that she works as a spirit guide But she was really fascinating because she was wearing her maid's uniform. She was talking to me about emptying the mess pots under the beds. You know, that was her life. But it didn't mean that it wasn't a life full of spiritual growth and insight in that incarnation. It meant, you know, and she was saying that it was one of the things that really held her back with connecting to people is they couldn't see her as she really was. She would have to... um, change her appearance to fit in with people's ideas of what a spirit guide should look like so it's always you know the hardest thing to do with spirit is just to surrender and it's always very difficult to do that no doubt no doubt but just you know are you making this too human are you making the spiritual experience a human experience and you know, trying to get out of the way. So it's just just fascinating. You know, the other thing that always makes me laugh is is names. And I see this a lot as somebody that teaches angelic Reiki. You know, as part of the angelic Reiki course, you meet your own personal healing angel and they tell you their name. And people are always disappointed when their angel is called Joe or Simon. Uh, They want their angel to be called Tarquinetta or something. I'm trying to think of crazy names now, but you you get the gist of what I mean. You know, it's that human thing where they go, oh, oh, I think they just said Joe. And, And you laugh because you know that they've really heard it. They haven't interpreted it, if that makes sense, and made it into something it doesn't need to be. You know, spirit are very simple very subtle and we're the ones that make it harder and more difficult with our judgments and our restrictions now within that spirit of course have no ego so if you're working with them and you're determined that that lady that's coming in to work with you must be dressed as a nun because she must be spiritual that's how that spirit guide will uh, appear because they will do 
whatever they need to do to work with you. They don't care. I mean, I called one of my spirit guides the wrong name for two years until I finally got to a place where she was able to correct me. She wasn't worried. She wasn't upset. Um, You know, they're not worried. They don't hold on to those human things like we do. But I was a little embarrassed. I can't deny it. So, um, yeah, it's always good learning, always good lessons. Now, people love to overcomplicate working with spirit guides. Um, I don't know why we do. I do too. It's just one of those things that we have to overcome. But they are always around you. And one of the best things that you can do if you're interested in connecting to your spirit guides is just surrender. Just spend 10 minutes a day sitting, asking them to come near you and see if you can feel them. And sometimes you'll think you're making it up and sometimes you'll feel something and think you've imagined it or it couldn't possibly be that. Sometimes you'll sit there and feel nothing and feel like a complete loser. But it's a bit like working a muscle that you've never worked. Repetition, daily, daily activity, daily practice will help strengthen that connection. And this connection, it's not about receiving and it's not about seeing. It's just about being with your spirit guides. And that's really, really important. So many people work with spirit for what they can get from spirit. So they only work with them for evidential messages. They only work with them for what their spirit guide looks like or where they're from or what their spirit guide wants to say to them. But actually there's a whole... um, untapped really really important practice which is just sitting with them head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award-winning movie poor things starring emma stone mark ruffalo and willem dafoe check out the new documentary freaknik the wildest party never told about the iconic atlanta street party and don't miss fx's shogun A reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Just being with them, and that will strengthen your connection. So, of course, you can ask them for guidance. You can ask them for inspiration. But make sure that's separate to your daily practice of sitting with your spirit guides just to be with them. One of the greatest things that spirit guides gave me was unconditional love. 
I don't think I'd ever really experienced it before. You know, we all love, I mean, I'd experience love, but, you know, people always have expectations of what they want from you, ideas of who you should be, where you should be, how you should behave. And to be with um, energies that brought in such a strong feeling of love, but without any needing anything else in return, without asking for anything else in return, just we love you, we love you as you are, you are good enough, we love you, we see you, was such an emotional thing for me. And, you know, people used to laugh at me in the group I was in when I first started because I stopped crying. And they go, oh, Hannah's guides are here again. Because that feeling of love and learning to accept that feeling of love, I do think is the most transformative thing of all. It's the thing that changes everything. And it's the basis of all work with spirit. It's so, so important. You know, I was listening to a lecture by a medium the other day and he was saying, you know, if you want to be a medium, be prepared for it being 10% connecting to spirit and 90% self-work. And that's so true because there's nothing quite like the spiritual journey for pressing your buttons, for bringing up your anxieties, your fears, you're not feeling good enough, the stuff that you're holding on to, the things you need to let go of, looking at your reactions to things, getting stronger, stronger but softer at the same time. And spirit guides play a massive, massive part of that. You know, I think people often focus on getting their loved ones in spirit in, which is understandable. You know, you know who they are, you miss them. But spirit guides are the mutts nuts. They bring so much information, guidance and love, a very, very pure form of love. And I believe that, you know, healing, all forms of healing, all self-development comes from love. So if you can work with those energies of complete unconditional love, what will that bring you? The other thing that I always like about spirit guides is before I really knew mine, um, my expectation was that they would be very serious. Uh, for, I don't know why. <laughs> for some reason, my idea was that they would be very uh, stern they would speak a bit like latin or shakespeare or something thou est moving into the light to be healed by the one great spirit amen and um when i started working with them i realized that actually just like if i was to move into the spirit world tomorrow or i'm sure if you were to move into the spirit world tomorrow you would want to still have fun you would want to laugh you would want to have jokes and joy spirit guides are exactly the same exactly the same they are sometimes it feels like i've got a rowdy party with me and of course i am quite a rowdy noisy person anyway and your spirit guides you know they know your personality and they know the essence of you you're going to get a spirit team that want to work with you that way. And I do have slightly more serious ones for when I really need to get down to it and 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 work, but there's always a lighthearted energy in there as well, you know. There's always that joke and that laughter, you know, because I think love is the highest vibration energy, but laughter and joy are not far behind that. And, you know, it's a great energy to work in if you can sit with your spirit guides and feel joy, feel their love at, 
their joy at being with you, feel excited and happy about it. So working with spirit guides, don't expect it all to be very serious and don't expect it all to sound like a fortune cookie because they are sending you the information as energy and your brain is interpreting it into language. And so quite often my spirit guides speak to me in my language, which is a bit like that of a drunken pirate. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I don't know what my language is really, but it is that, you know, they'll speak to me as I speak. They'll speak to me in my voice, in my head. And sometimes they'll even show me a gif, which cracks me up because I love to communicate in gifs. I think they're the best form of communication available to humans now. And, uh, and, you know, sometimes I would just see them do, do a stupid image like a gif that I've seen or sometimes a a new one to me and I would just know that that's that them messing around and laughing and it's important to remember I also think that spirit guides are not expecting you to be anything other than a human being your spirit having a human experience you know spirit guides are not judging you They know, they will have lived on this planet of doom and gloom and difficult energies. They're not expecting you to be anything other than who you are, a human being. And quite often with me, and you will find this happens to you too, if you just sit, if you just sit to connect to spirit, to surrender to spirit, the more that you do that, the stronger your connection becomes and the more that you're available to connect to them all the time. And I'd love to tell you that my great insights from the spirit world come when I'm meditating and I've gone to another dimension. But actually, my big insights from the spirit world come when I'm ironing, when I'm driving my car, when I'm walking my dog, because I'll be thinking about something else. And then they're just able to come in and communicate with me. And I just want to tell you this story because it always it always makes me smile. But when I first started working with spirit guides and I had at that point, um, I've been sitting in a circle for a couple of years and I could name and see five of my guides, maybe six. I can't quite remember now. And um, I was driving my car. And it felt like I had them all in the car with me. And we were talking and they were making jokes and they were laughing. I was driving along. It was like having a car full. If you'd driven past me in the opposite direction, you'd have thought I was a nutter laughing at thin air and chatting away. But I was. And um, I was coming down the road and somebody was coming the other way. And I reversed back to let them go. And they didn't say thank you. And I was obviously not particularly spiritual that day because it really just like a red mist descended I was furious so I wound down my window and I called them a very naughty swear word and then I realized that I had a car full of spirit guides and I was mortified oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and all I could hear was laughter You know, and that doesn't mean that what I did was the right thing there. Of course, it wasn't the right thing. I mean, it's ridiculous to swear at somebody because they haven't said thank you. There's 101 reasons why they could have been distracted. And since then, just to teach me a good lesson, I've had a couple of people swear at me when I've been completely sidetracked with something that's going on in my life and I haven't said thank you. So I have learned the lesson there. 
no doubt. But there was no judgment from spirit. It was just laughter and mm, do you think you maybe need to go and meditate? You're obviously a bit stressed today. Do you think that was a bit of an overreaction there? And that's really how I feel how they teach. It's not about wagging fingers. It's not about telling you off. It's about loving you in spite of those things so that you learn to love you. And in that learning of loving yourself comes the better behavior, you know, the better actions. You can't show love to other people if you don't allow yourself to receive it. Simple. Uh, yet not simple at all (laughs) it's a journey so that's the the first things that I want to say about spirit guides I mean I'm sure you could tell I could talk about spirit guides all day every day but one of the other things that they're just reminding me that I really want to show share with you is you know how it works with a lesson from spirit guides and I've got a little story here that I can share with you so when oh god a few years ago now i was pretty well connected to spirit and you know sitting in a circle regularly practicing daily all of that stuff and i decided to join a local yoga group that had just started and i messaged the lady that was running it and she said make sure you're here early so that you can fill out the forms and i said yes i will and i arrived there and it was just a lovely day i got a perfect parking space The sun was shining, the birds were singing, and I had 25 minutes before the lesson started, and I thought, this is just lovely. And I sat there, and my phone went. And I looked at it, and it was my friend who lived a five minutes walk from the hall where the... um, yoga studio yoga class was happening and she she messaged and said can you come pick me up and my instant reaction inside of me was oh I've just parked I'm looking forward to getting there early I'm gonna go for a wee I'm gonna have a nice relaxing time and then my conditioning my programming kicked in and I Hannah how could you be this horrible you're supposed to be a spiritual person how could you be so mean your friend has just asked for a lift what is wrong with you so of course I went to drive to pick her up and as I went down the road I got stuck behind the rubbish truck and I had to wait for them and then that took me uh, 10 minutes to get to her house and then I got to her house and she wasn't ready and I had to sit outside of her house waiting for her and then we went to go back the way I'd come and I realised that there was the rubbish truck there so we decided to do a loop round and come down another road in the village and then wouldn't you know it on that road in the village there was a furniture delivery and so the road was shut so I had to do an 18 point turn on this tiny little road with someone right up behind me to go back the way I'd come to hit the rubbish truck again, to make it to the class with one minute to spare, stressed, annoyed, and then I got told off from the teacher for not arriving in time to fill out the forms and expecting everybody else in the class to wait for me. And when I asked Spirit why they'd let that happen to me, they said to me, we gave you the feeling of not going to pick your friend up. We told you not to do it. You had that feeling and you ignored that feeling. This is not on us. This is on you. 
And there was nothing I could say to that because that was exactly what had happened. I'd had that, I don't want to go do this. She can walk herself down, it's not that far to come. And then I'd overridden it and ignored it. And spirit knew that I would face all those obstacles and that it would ruin the class for me. But they let me do it because I chose not to listen to my instincts and I chose to judge them. And that for me is very much how working with spirit guides is you won't always hear their guidance as a thought sometimes you will get their guidance as a feeling as an instinct in your tummy gut instinct and it's up to you whether you want to listen to that or get stuck behind the rubbish truck (laughs) or your own rubbish truck in this scenario so you know I'm sure you can think of many times in your life where you have ignored your gut instinct, known that something was going to go wrong and done it anyway. And that is essentially how it works. That's how we learn. They let us fall so that we can learn to pick ourselves up. A little quote from Batman for you there. <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed this talk on spirit guides. Um, I'm sure there's a million more things I want to say about spirit guides which will come in over the coming uh, sessions but if you've got any questions pop me an email the email address is podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk that's podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk also any questions you've got anything you'd like me to cover I really do welcome all of your comments and I'm going to let you guys lead me as to what we talk about on here as well as the things that I want to say also thanks very much for listening have you ever googled your own name Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at Aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? Well, I know. It's all of those subscriptions. I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and I had them cancel the ones I didn't want anymore. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pod24. That's rocketmoney.com slash pod24. Rocketmoney.com slash pod24. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.